You know, it's really hard to lead someone that you don't have a relationship with. I, I know that sounds oxymoronic, but by relationship, I want you to go a little bit deeper and understand that what I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the idea that we are in an intimate relationship. I'm not even talking about the idea that we have some kind of uh, hero admonition kind of of relationship where one has to be a mentee and one has to be a mentor. What I am talking about though is that there has to be some kind of uh, crossing the plane of communication in order to have leadership. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. One of the challenges I see with people who want to lead is that they have kind of a dictator's mindset. And by a dictator's mindset, I mean, they kind of declare to everyone else how things are supposed to be, what they want to accomplish, what they want to see done, how the final outcome should be uh, portrayed. And they really don't care, so they say, how you get it done, as long as you get it done. However, generally they care that you do it the way they want it done so that you get the results that they want. And if you don't do it the way they want it done, a lot of times they just kind of pound on you to try to mold you into the image of themselves so that they can really duplicate themselves to get more of the same thing they would have done, done in the end. Now, if you've ever worked for a leader like that, you know how frustrating it can be because on the one hand, they're saying, here, I'm delegating it to you, go get it done. Now, on the other hand, they're saying, but don't do it your way, do it the way I want it done. Take every step exactly the way I would have taken it. Make every decision exactly the way I would have made it. They say every word, do every deed, make every actionable item exactly the way I would have done it. Which means we're not really delegating, we're asking for clones. A leader needs to have a crucial relationship with the people they lead. They need to have the ability to say, I'm delegating this to you. And the reason, even if it's only in their own internal conversation, the reason I'm delegating it to this individual is because they're competent, they're intelligent, they're willing, they're able, they have all the tools, all the faculties, and all the other relationships necessary to make this happen. If they're not willing to surrender the control of the task that needs to be done, the project that needs to be completed, if they're not willing to give the whole thing over and say, you know what? Here's kind of our goal, here's our target, here's what we want for an outcome. Uh, but if we exceed that, or we fall short of that, or we find along the path that the ideal outcome is not what I'd already described, it's actually something completely different. If a leader's not willing to do that, it's because they're not in relationship with the people they're trying to lead. They're more in relationship with their goals, with their objectives. Again, if you've been in that situation, whether as a leader or as the person being led, where someone is so obsessive about the final outcome or the path to get to that outcome, that they refuse to let anyone else have an idea, have an opinion, have a way, have an objective within the objective, then you realize their relationship is with the goal of the outcome and not with the people that they're leading. So I encourage you as leaders, if you're leading people to reach a goal, whether it's a sales goal or it's a strategic assembly goal or it's developing a new product goal or developing a new project goal for another client, when you delegate the idea to someone else and say, hey, I just want you to wrap this up, I want you to finish this, take the ball and run with it. 
Make sure that you have enough relationship with the people that you lead, that you know what their skill sets are. You know what their advantages are. You know why one person may be better at it than another or vice versa, because it's about the relationship of the individual. What are their skills? A lot of times we talk about a SWOT analysis or a KSA analysis. What are their knowledge, skills, and abilities that really should be measured and then applied to the project? If you're not going to take the time to have that kind of relationship with the people that you lead, then you've got to just admit to yourself, you're more obsessed about the project, your relationship to the outcome, whether it's the profit or the bottom line or the close of the sale or whatever it is, and less concern about the relationship that you have with the human beings. Because here's the truth, both are going to fail you. The human being is going to fail you and the project is going to fail you. Even the greatest successes, when you reach the goal, when you finish the project, when you've got the product on the line and it's selling, there's room for improvement. There's a new opportunity. There's another product that's better. A competitor comes up and stomps your product in the mud. It happens to everybody. That's why we have constant improvement and innovation. That's why when you get focused and obsessed about the project, the product, and not the people that you're leading, you're going to find yourself very lonely, maybe with a successful product, but with no one to support you when it's time to revamp. Spend your time building the relationships with the people around you. Your projects, your products, and your goals, they may not always look like you envisioned in the beginning, but they will always be moving forward, and you'll still have a team to lead you when it's time to innovate. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.